stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. I love fast cars, but there aren't a ton of high-performance EVs. They're certainly out here, there. But when I when I get a chance to get behind the wheel of one, it's I love it. And I was blown away by the Kia EV6 GT. When you get behind the wheel of the Kia, it, it is literally like being in a state-of-the-art rocket ship, but also comfortable. The thing goes from zero to 60 in 3.4 seconds. It is the premium driving experience. And of course, it's an EV. So the climate thanks you. Sirius XM provides access to over 165 channels in the vehicle. Music, sports, news, comedy, yacht rock. Let's go. Little little Steely Dan going in your Kia. Come on now. So check it out today. It is the all-electric Kia EV6 GT. I had a blast checking it out. Believe me, you should do it yourself via kia.com slash EV6. To learn more, that is kia.com slash EV6. Kia, movement that inspires. What are you guys talking about? Oh, just, you know, the wonderful life of Las Vegas, Nevada. How pandemic doesn't exist there. Is it mask-free, like just a free-for-all? It's the same old Vegas. So the the motto, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, does that apply to viruses? 100%. Well, good. Thank God. Welcome to Literally with Rob Lowe. It's me. Very few people can sell out the forum in Los Angeles, like just by going, you know what? I want to sell out the forum. But my guest, Joe Coy, can. And Joe Coy is so funny. And I think you're going to love this conversation. And I am going to get all of the details that I've ever wanted to know about the Philippines, which I'm obsessed with, because he is probably one of the great ambassadors that they have. Um, so I hope you enjoy this talk with Joe Coy. Are you still doing your your act in Vegas? No, no, now? no. That, that's the one thing. That's the that's what's driving me crazy is because I have I already have five shows at the win already sold out. Uh, we even gave the uh, the fans an option to return the tickets, but they're they're holding on. They're waiting. But every time they give me a new date, they postpone it again. Yeah. So I'm not understanding why the theater is closed, but Home Depot run amok. You know amok. Run amok. Target, run amok. Theater, let's not open that up yet. And then, you know, and then, of course, the casino, packed. I mean, I'm seeing people on the roulette table right next to each other just, you know, throwing, you know, throwing their money on the table. But then you go to the blackjack table and they got cubicles. I'm like, okay, this makes no sense. Well, let me ask you this. So the roulette is, I'm the worst gambler in the world, by the way. Yeah. I let let my wife handle that. She's like... (laughs) She's literally, like, she's literally like Jimmy Kahn yeah. in a blonde wig in, yeah. in the movie The Gambler. I love um, it. But so roulette is the one with the dice? 
Uh, roulette is the is the ball. Is the, the ball. wheel? Okay. Yeah. What about the oh uh, craps? Do they? You probably can't play that anymore, right? No, everybody they're touches playing. The same dive. Wait, no, they're playing it. I don't believe me, Rob. I don't understand it because you're walking through the casino and you see blackjack. You know the tables with cubicles, the little plastic yeah. clear separating each person from each other. And there's only like three people allowed per table. Then you go to the craps table. There's no plastic guards and people just gambling. So I don't. I guess COVID knows. COVID knows which table to go to, and it's blackjack. Every time I'm behind a, a a glass or plastic barricade barricade barrier, and other people on the other side, I remember. I just think of that scene in Midnight Express where Brad Davis sees yes. his fiance. <laughs> yeah. She's oh, Bo Billy. <laughs> yeah, it's so not true. it's not a not a good memory. Um, what what um are you a gambler? Do you like to gamble? I'm really good. Okay, and here's the thing: I I gamble for fun. It's literally just an activity. Uh, I'm not in there to try and take home money. I don't have the mentality to go in there and go, I'm, I got to win a couple grand. I literally go in there and have a party and I always win. And I think it's just the attitude. I swear. It's my energy. And I tell people right when I sit down, I go, you guys ready to win? Because you look depressed. Let's, let's, let's take the casino's money. And it always happens. And if I lose 200, I'm happy. I'm like, cool. That was fun. But I always walk away winning. Always. What's, what's your game? Blackjack. I'm so good. God, I'm good. Mm. You know what? That's you, my son, by the way, Rob. Oh, I, I like that picture you have behind you. It's very yeah, cute. That's my son. So the blackjack, here's the thing I've learned about blackjack is yeah. you got to have at least a rudimentary knowledge of basic math. Yeah. Basic math. Uh, problem for problem for me. Real oh, okay. Problem. <laughs> it's a problem. Uh, I you, mean, also have to, you also have to have uh, the to know when... It is your, uh, how do I say it? When, when the roll, when it starts to roll in your favor. So it, it's yes. all about timing it, and you got to yeah. know. And, and when it hits, when you know you're going to hit a pocket of like five or six in a row, that's when you start, just throw it out on the table. And, and You got to double down. Yeah. When you know you're on a run for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is it's hard for me to get on a run when I'm counting on my fingers. The whole time. <laughs> that's uh, that's funny. It's that's not. Funny. It, it doesn't look, I, I do not look cool. Yeah. And then I get like, then I get nervous that people are seeing that I'm counting on my fingers yeah. and, and then I'm looking over at them and then they yeah. think I'm looking over at them because I think they, they're looking at my cards and it's yeah. like a whole shame spiral. <laughs> it's just not worth it for me. You're the guy that celebrates at 22. Yes. Oh, yes. No, I'm the guy. Yes. I'm the guy who is reacting to it after yeah. everybody's taken their money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I do is I do do roulette and I just do, I bet uh, numbers um, from the 1976 Cincinnati Reds. That's, that's, <laughs> that's how I do it. I'm like, uh, I want to put a uh, hundred dollars on Pete Rose, number 14 and then on number on five, Johnny Bench, uh, number eight on Dave Concepcion and 15 for George Foster. That's great. And, and that's, and uh, number, uh, let me do 41 for Tom Seaver. Oh, wait, no, Tom Seaver came in 77. Forget it. I'm not doing Tom Seaver. That's, <laughs> that's good. And of course, that doesn't win. No. <laughs> I, you'd think that something having to do with betting on Pete Rose would help. Yeah. You would think. It doesn't. It doesn't. By the way, no. it didn't help him either. Mm-mm. Not at all. Are you a sports fan? Um, you know, here's as far as my sports go. It's it's Seahawks, Ooh. it's Mariners, Ooh. and it's the Supersonics. 
Oh, bro, we have lots to dis- we have that. It's ready. Get, it's time for a deep dive. Yeah, let's go, man. Okay, so let me just ask you this: How do you feel? Yeah, about your team being involved in the single worst coaching decision in the history of Twice. organized sports. Twice. Twice. Yeah. By the same guy, same coach. Twice by the same guy. And I don't know if it was a coaching error. Okay, I know I know what you're talking about uh, on the last one because I was there. I went to that one. No. I was there with my son. We were hugging. We were crying. Uh, my son's not even a Seahawks fan, but that was such an emotional game. We couldn't believe that in a one-yard line, send in, send in Beast, you know? and uh, send, send in Beast. So this is the Super Bowl there's, is on the line. There's no discussion. No discussion. There's no, there's no game plan. There's no offensive coordinator. That shut up, beast, yeah. beast. Every every touch he had on that ball was at least a gain. Uh, the, By the way, I'll do, I'll do you one better. One. He never had a negative yard. He never had a negative uh, uh, carry on uh, that whole game. I, I don't understand. One yard. Send him beast. Yeah, and by the way, I think also if you wanted to, you could have just not even tried, and you could have kicked a field goal. I think that's I true. Yeah, that's there's true. also that, but but that's stupid because the win was there. We had four shots at the, uh, uh, you know, we had four shots no. to get in. It, it didn't make any sense. Ran the slant. I, I don't even understand it. And, and then they try and do the statistics all the time. Uh, my friend is married uh, to to the kicker uh, Ryan John Ryan. Remember? Uh, yeah. Remember John Ryan? Yeah. Okay. So you know the one that threw the you know the fake play and he threw the threw the pass for uh, anyway. Stud. Yeah, uh, you know, the Green Bay game, the, the most legendary game. By the way, I was at that game. I was at that one as well. And, um, and you know, it's a football guy, and it's a guy that's never played a, a day of touch football in his life. Okay, I'm just a diehard <laughs> Seahawks fan. And here I am telling this pro, the guy that basically single-handedly saved that game in Green Bay, that that was the wrong play. Yeah, I go, I think- that slant was the worst play ever. And here he is telling me, no, statistically, that was the right play, and he's breaking it down. And I'm like, hey, man, you had beast mode, bro. Mm. Yeah, just yeah. give him the ball. I don't, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I didn't understand it, but yeah, how do you tell a, a professional football player the right or wrong play? But I don't know. I, I, I strongly believe that that was the worst decision ever. And then Pete also, you know, oh God, I love Pete, but... You know, him for him to say it's, you know, I mean, people are always sticking up for him. It wasn't his fault. Offensive coordinator called that play. No, you're the head coach. Well, I can do you one better. You know who yeah. else should have stepped in is, is Russell Wilson. Because oh. I because pro- I promise you part of being a, a, a leader is being a leader. Yeah. And I promise you if Peyton Manning is in that situation, yeah. he's like, I'm sorry, what you do? Yeah. What? And 100. then he would he would either blatantly 100. just say, I'm not doing it. 100%. Or he would he would audible at the line of scrimmage and say he saw something he didn't like. Yeah. And he would have handed the ball off. But the notion yeah. that everybody just fell in line like a bunch of sheep, it's it's disgraceful. It it's, was it's so un- crazy. they'll never recover. They'll ne- that's they'll never recover. Never. Rob, let me tell you, I was at that game, okay, and people left. Like people left. They thought it was over. And um and I remember just like hugging my son and hugging, you know, hugging Seahawks fans because they were the only ones that stayed. Yeah. And I remember looking at uh Belichick. And and just the calmness was eerie. Like now that I look mm-hmm. back at it, like it was it was really weird because I remember saying something to my son. It's like they're not even panicking. Like I didn't I get it. It was the weirdest, oddest, eeriest 
feeling. I, like if it was any other situation, people would be like losing their minds. Just like, oh, like scramble, time out. Like, like, you know what I mean? But Belichick was just like, like there was a whole other half to play. Like that's how he was on the side. And then, and, and, and then we call, you know, then we throw that slant and it was picked off. I, I really felt like, did he know? Did he just know. know? Like, what was that? Well, they they ran it was that play so in practice. Crazy. Yeah, he knows. He's the man. Bill Belichick's the man. He's uh, here's what I've always wanted to do. Um, you've you've had to do press junkets and stuff where you have to answer a hundred thousand questions from the yes. media. I I've always wanted to do or a red carpet, walk a red carpet. I've always wanted to do that like Bill Belichick. <laughs> and 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 literally be like uh they'd be like tell me about the uh parks and rec reunion for charity you're doing i'm like it's um it's a good charity and uh, everybody was excited to to, to be back together <laughs> yeah, that's so good i would it'd be how great would that be yeah it's great it's a charity 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 it's uh charity, uh, yeah you'd have to ask amy poehler it's uh, you know, not uh, not concerned you, with that if you you know what a charity is it uh we raise money and uh we've raised a yeah. lot of money Next question. Next what? Question. <laughs> yeah, what the yeah. hell is that? What do you mean next question? Why don't you answer this one? I just, I just did. Next question just, is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I also like the athletes who do that and then get up like dramatically and get their hand purse. Yeah. And walk out of frame. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that's yeah. my favorite. I think that's, I think that's, that's our Cam Newton is our guy. That that's that's that that is a an athlete's mic drop. That's their mic yeah. drop. Is grabbing their 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 little tiny patent leather Louis Vuitton clutch. It's what's, the best. Hey, it is the absolute best. Hey, uh, what's in there, LeBron? What is that? What's in there? It's so good. Your Amex so black card. Good. What's in there? I don't get it. I would love to open and just see. Is there like a is there like a pencil with like. Like a, like a kangaroo with boxing gloves? Like, what is it? What is what is in your clutch that you need a clutch? I think we got to get to the bottom of the proliferation of hand clutches in professional yes. sports. Yes, and, and find out, I mean, you know, people were concerned about doping, juiced balls in baseball. I'm concerned about the proliferation of clutches. Yeah, I just want to see what's inside the clutch. That's a hard-hitting ooh, investigation, well, ooh, Rob. Ooh, ooh, what's in the clutch? That's a good title. That's a good title. Inside in the, clutch. the clutch. Dude, you and I. Let's call in Netflix. In the clutch. In the clutch. You're you're the man of Netflix. You can get this on the air. Your, your special's killing it, by the way. Your special's oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. I, I tell you what I love about it is I'm obsessed with the Philippines and I've never been there. And, oh, man. And here's why I'm obsessed with the Philippines. When I was a kid and I wanted to be an actor and I moved to Malibu, um, there was an actor who lived three doors down, a real, a Hollywood actor. His name was Martin Sheen, but he was never there because he was in the Philippines. What? For years shooting this movie called Apocalypse Now. What? And then when he came home, it was story after story after story of the Philippines. So in my imagination, the Philippines is this mythic mythic yeah. place from all of the Apocalypse Now stories. That's crazy. I heard from, from Martin. You were you were living, how old were you? So that would have been 77? When I lived there, it was from 76 to 81. And the cool thing about Martin, he was there also during the Marcos regime. 
So there was money there. There was a lot of money in that country. And it was very, it's not that it's not safe now, but there was an American presence there. There was a lot of Americans there. And the Filipinos adapted to that. So English is the first language. And people Mm. don't know that. You know, I I mean, yeah, I mean, Tagalog is their first language, but I mean, everyone speaks English, Rob. To be in the middle of Asia, you're a two hour flight from Japan, if that. And these people speak perfectly good English. And not only do they speak English, they can sing an American song to the T. I mean, Arnel Pineda, uh, you know, uh, Arnel Pineda sounds just like Steve Perry. No accent Yo. sounds just like Steve Perry. Okay. How do you say his name? Arnel Pineda. That guy is a Amazing. certified genius. Certified Beast. genius. I Beast. I was really like, eh. Yeah. This is going to be like a bad career. I'm so not into nope. this. And nope. then I saw them. Exactly. He's amazing. And, and the reason why, Rob, I'm sorry to cut you off, is no. when you get somebody that has to like sing into a broken speaker and a crappy microphone your whole <laughs> life, and you got to figure out how to make this sound correct in your head, and then you go and play with the, the most iconic rock band to ever walk the earth, Ever and now you're now you're using real equipment and now you're bringing that throat that you worked on for all your years, dude. When that when I watched that documentary and I forgot the, who the mm-hmm. the lead uh, the you know the guy that writes all the songs for for Journey, when he said I saw this guy running back and forth like a marathon and singing, and in my head I'm like, we still have an hour and a half to go. He's not going to make it, and then he made it. Yeah, his mind was blown because he's like, I've never seen anyone do that, and. And that's what Arnell brings to that band is just that life. It, it's amazing. I saw them at Dodger Stadium uh, just two two years ago, I guess. Yeah. And wasn't expecting m- much. And they blew Fleetwood Mac off the stage. Wow. Um, they were arguably better than the Eagles that day. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a great. Can you imagine the Eagles, Fleetwood uh, Mac, and Journey? I, just got, I mean, I just got chills from you saying I that. I know. That's, it that's was the crazy. best. Yeah, that, was, that's that's absolutely crazy. And, I, and I, the reason why I get chills is because it's, you know, it's it's like literally one of my own fronting that band. It, it feels so good to to have that, to, to be able to have Rob Lowe say that, you know. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Because for years, Rob, it, it hurt. It, it hurt to live here in the 80s. Uh, you know, it, you know, I had to deal with identity you know, this identity crisis that I was going through, I'm being, ha- I'm half Filipino, half white. I live on a, you know, I live on a base with a bunch of half kids. And then we go out into public school and people are looking at us weird. Like, what are you? Like, what is this? Uh, you know, I tell them I'm Filipino. What's that? You know, and uh, I tell them what kind of food I've never tried that before. So it was always like this struggle living in America, trying to, I, I felt like I was an ambassador, always selling who yeah. I was. You know, I'm Filipino. We speak English. Try our food. It's delicious. You know, and then I got Korean friends and I got Chinese friends and everyone knows about them. Oh, I love Chinese food. I love sushi. Uh, you know what I mean? I love Jackie Chan. I love Bruce Lee. And then here I am trying to sell being Filipino. And and it, it was just like growing up, it was hard. And, and 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 when I finally found out that Rob Schneider was Filipino, I'm telling you, Rob, I know this is small, but it was the biggest moment in my life. Like, it really was. Like, because I still talk about it to this day, being on a date with this girl. And we went to go watch a Rob Schneider movie. And, uh, and in the middle of the movie, he goes, uh, the, the guy that played Rob Schneider's dad in the movie goes, your mom made your favorite, raspberry babinka, for dessert. 
And I'm telling you, Rob, I lost my shit. I remember wow. looking at the girl I was on a date with like, oh my God, like he's Filipino. And, and to hear that kind of representation, like I know mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything to you guys, but to hear like the food that I ate my whole life and, and to identify with someone that's at the biggest, like he was on the highest, you know, on the big screen. Yeah. Like, it was Rob Schneider. Like, you know what I mean? People waited in line to watch these movies and here he is saying, Babinka, dude, I, that's when I knew there was a chance for me in Hollywood because I was like, if this guy can do it, I can do it. And, uh, and, and, and it, it meant a lot. And that's why I brought that, that special to Netflix because I knew how hard it was for me to find someone to identify with and, and inspire me. And I can mm-hmm. only imagine yeah. how it is now because, you know, to right. this day, people, when, when, when I go on Filipino, they're always like, oh, Manny Pacquiao. And I'm like, no, oh, no, there's a lot more than that. You know, there's Chad Hugo with the Neptunes. He writes all the songs for, you know, Justin Bieber and, and Beyonce, and, and, you know, uh, Ill Mind and, and uh, you know, Rob Schneider and Tia Carrera. Uh, you know, I keep listing off all these people. And, it, and it, it always falls on Manny Pacquiao. You know what I mean? It's just like, so I felt like, <laughs> I felt like I had to do this Netflix special, not had to, I wanted to, because I knew how I felt when I was a kid. And this was that one moment where I could share the spotlight on the biggest platform and bring some other Filipino acts and bring them to the Philippines and, and, and celebrate our culture and let the world know. And, and just, you know, that knowing that Rob, Rob Lowe knows who Arnel Pineda is and he went to that concert. That means a lot, man. And I, I, I'm rambling a lot, Rob. I'm yeah. sorry. But no, it, it's it, it, it means I love a your lot passion. It meant a lot to me. You know what I mean? I wanted people to, you know, just to, just to hear our national language. Like my theme song was in Tagalog, you know, and it was a little kid that lives in the Philippines. And here he is rapping. And, and that's his dream to be a rapper in the Philippines. And here he is. He had an opportunity to write a theme song for my special. And, and, and Illmind, a producer that has a Grammy for Jay-Z album is producing that beat for this little kid. Like that's a beautiful opportunity. And, and I, and I got to make that happen and, 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 and to get DMS of people that aren't Filipino going, Hey, what's the name of that kid? That was right. Like that, that's a win for me, Rob, you know? Well, it's a, it's a win for us as an audience, because um, like I said, I, I've been obsessed with the Philippines and haven't been there yet. And, you know, now travel is tough and, and there are plenty of people in the world who don't have the access to travel as much as they'd like to in the first place. So yeah. when you watch a special like yours um, and get to look behind the curtain like that, it's, it just, it's awesome. I mean, there's, what is it about the Philippines that every time I see it, you like, it like you can feel the air. Yeah. It, it feels like there's a really yeah. specific energy. It is a beautiful country. And, and uh, that, that's why, um, and of course I'm biased. <laughs> I'm half Filipino, yeah. but uh, I, I, you feel it when you're there, man. The people are happy you know, with, with what little that they have. Yeah, they they celebrate it. And when when you don't have much, you you uh, you know, I do a joke on my special about my mom always making me do the Michael Jackson perform like Michael Jackson perform like, yeah. until I was like 33 years old. That's a true story. <laughs> uh, and 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 that's what it's like in in the Philippines. It's like when the mom finds a little bit of talent, you're performing. You know, and, and it's like, we don't have, we don't have, we don't have a, a DVD player. We don't have, we don't have much, but we got a kid that sounds just like Journey. Arnell, come here. Arnell, that's- sing, sing for us, you know? And, and that's what Arnell did. I bet you Arnell will say the same thing. I don't know how many Easter Sundays Arnell had to sing, like, sing every Journey song in front of his family. So 
that's a, just like me. And, 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 and you feel it when you're there, when you, you feel these people uh, not have much, but happy. So happy. Did you, so you were, you're, you're, you're obviously a big MJ guy, big Michael Jackson. 100%. Guy. Yeah. I mean, who, right. I mean, that music yeah. was, I, um, I have a picture of he and I backstage uh, at, in Paris, he was playing and um, I, I'm pretty convinced that he stole my chin. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm, good. I'm pretty. Con- I'm actually not joking. I yeah. think he went took the took a picture in and was like that. Give yeah. me that. And he bought it. It's bought called, and sold. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Rolo. It's called the Rolo chin. Yes, it's it. available now. Um, it's on, it's, it's it's on a- Amazon. That's right. It's on Amazon or wherever you get your chins. Yeah. I think, I uh, think, I th- <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll be right back. Where else can you go surfing and skiing in the same day? Or check out a world-class art museum and camp out under a brilliant night sky same day. Or hike through the redwoods and get a luxury spa treatment. There's only one answer. California. No matter where you go across this state, you will find a way to play. Look, I love California. Um, And I have not yet surfed and skied in the same day, although I do do both. So that is on my bucket list. It's the most beautiful place in the world. Discover why California is the ultimate playground. Head to visitcalifornia.com to start planning your trip today. So I came home to a little gift in my bathroom the other day from our friends at Harry's. To get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. You know who challenged the status quo? Harry's. They saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry and decided they had something better to offer. So instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found a way to make their beautifully designed razors, and they are beautiful, for a fraction of the price of the other big brands. Exceptional products, honest prices. That's Harry's. They have the highest customer satisfaction in shaving history and a no-risk trial. Don't like your shave? No worries. It's on them. Convenient subscription options that you can cancel at any time. And Harry's also has other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors. Richly lathering, skin-softening body wash and scents like Redwood, Wildland, and Stone. And an extra high-quality, amazing-smelling deodorant for just five bucks. I love their stuff. I'm so impressed by Harry's products. All of it. It's all good. Don't settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash rob. That's harrys.com slash rob for a $3 trial set. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Literally long enough, you'll know that I am a big believer in getting the help you need. Therapy has been a big, big, big part of my life and something I think we should be all doing as needed just like checking the oil on your car. I've spoken about this and we all carry around different stressors, big and small. We keep them bottled in and it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get the things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rob Lowe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Rob Lowe. Give me your, um, what's your favorite Michael song? It's Man in the Mirror. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's the best song ever. It's Man in the Mirror. Man in the Mirror. It's inspirational. There's no way you cannot turn that thing all the way up to 10 in your car when that song comes in. Did you ever see him perform live? No. And I had tickets to see him at the Tacoma Dome. Uh, My Uncle Charlie bought those tickets. This, by the way, this is when Ticketmaster used to be in little booths inside Ticketmaster. Yeah, inside in in department stores. Yeah, oh, yes, of course. This is when you had to call on the phone and use your mom's credit card to buy tickets. And my Uncle Charlie was a security guard at the Bon Marché, and he bought me two tickets to see Michael Jackson, and it was the only concert he canceled was to come. Oh, no. I was heartbroken. And they showed his plane land on on news. I remember I was watching the news, and I was so excited. I was like, Mom, I'm not going to go to school tomorrow. She was like, no problem. I'm just going to celebrate Michael Jackson Day. I'm going to yes. get to the Tacoma Dome early. I'm going to hang out. And she, yeah. And then we saw his plane land. And then all of a sudden the next day he was sick and he's going back to California and he canceled oh. all, five shows. all five shows he canceled. I, I saw him perform a number of times and there's never, the only thing I can compare it to is watching Michael Jordan on the basketball court. They're the, those two things are totally analogous for me. They're wow. superhuman being, yep. superhuman beings. Like they had like a, a light around them, yeah, and there there will ne- never ever ever be anything like watching Michael perform. And you I'm know it's crazy. I don't Rob? care who you are, what you are, yeah. forget it. It's completely different. I've always said that too. I always feel like God always drops like just certain talent just to move the country forward or move the world forward. And I feel like Michael is that guy. I know it was basketball, but what he did for the world was crazy. Like just basketball in china now that didn't happen know. that that was michael that did that and you know it was it was another level just watching him play by the way i went and saw him play at the kingdom that's how amazing michael was 1988 i went to go see him play in the kingdom where the seahawks played the seahawks weren't even selling games and uh and by the way the sonics weren't even selling out games and all of a sudden michael jordan came to town and they moved it from the coliseum to the kingdom and what? it was completely sold out. They put the basketball court like in in the end zone or something like that. And I had just, no idea that they ever did that. That's amazing. Yep. Michael Jordan was the only one to do that. It was at the Kingdom. It was you mean crazy. you mean Sean Kemp? Sean Kemp couldn't get that done. Uh, you know when he came, yeah, Detlef Detlef Shrimp, Detlef yeah. Shrimp, yeah. could not get that sell that sell that place out. Yeah, but you got to remember this was 1987. It was like 80. 88, so it was like more of a Dale Ellis, and uh, oh. it was the other crew. It was a, They were still oh, they, good, they, by the way, but yes. Dale Ellis and all those cats, you know. Uh, what about but, my man Sedale Threet, oh, my favorite name man. ever? He was a Laker, by the way. Uh, I but know. When he, when, when he played for Seattle, he was amazing. I love you, you Yeah, Rob. Seattle. <laughs> I know he, you were sports buff like this. Sedale Threet. He, yes. I just remember, it's like I wake up hearing the Laker announcer announcing his name after he just buried his umpteenth three-pointer to beat yes. the Lakers. He was Unbelievable. a beast. Can I tell you something? Now that we're talking about guys with auras, 
Um, mm. So Ticketmaster, I called Ticketmaster, and this is like 1987, 88, whatever, 87. Uh, don't quote me on the year. You know, research it. 87. <laughs> I call on the phone. I get my mom's uh, Visa card, and I pretend to be my mom. Now, mind you, when you call on the phone and use someone's credit card, act like somebody, they usually question you. They're like, okay, yeah. you're not... Yeah, you're using someone's credit card. But when you use a Filipino accent, they don't question you. And I remember I was, <laughs> I was like 15 years old and I got my mom's credit card and I called Ticketmaster and I'm like, um, I'd like to buy two tickets to see Eddie Murphy at the Tacoma, uh, at the Seattle Coliseum. I need two tickets, please. Uh, your best seats available. Thank you. And the lady was like, oh, no problem, man. Uh, just <laughs> And sold me two tickets to see Eddie Murphy Raw at the Seattle Ooh. Coliseum. I was 15 years old. And I was 15 rows from the stage. I saw that live. Oh, uh, was he wearing the red leather or the no, purple he was leather? Wearing, he was wearing, no, he, uh, my, our show, he wore all black, no T-shirt, wide mm. open. And he had driver gloves on. He had like these leather oh. driving gloves. And he had a big ring, this big diamond ring. Like I forgot what finger it was on. Maybe his pinky or something. Oh. And I remember it was just lighting up the Coliseum. There's like 24,000 people there. It was just, it was packed. Here's you the other thing the about cool Auras. Rob, yeah, yeah, yeah. let me just explain yeah. to you, because I want everyone to know this, because you won't know this unless you went to the concert. Um, um, if you watch Raw, the beginning of Raw, he comes out, he's, it's a silhouette of him standing behind this big red screen, and it's just a black silhouette of Eddie Murphy, and the crowd goes crazy, and they stand up, and they're going crazy, and he walks out, the screen lifts up, and it's Eddie, it's the reveal, and he walks out. I'm going to tell you what that red screen was, because no one knows what that red screen was. There were three of them on stage. There were two on the sides, and there was one in the middle. And it was a highlight reel. It was a montage of everything that he's done up until that point. And it had, like, Gumby. It had, uh, it had you know, 48 Hours. It had Beverly Hills Cop. It had everything. And it was just running. All his lines, you know, everything. James Brown, everything. Stevie Wonder. And it just kept getting, it kept getting faster and faster and faster and faster. All his hits. And then, bam, it turns red. And he's standing behind it. And, bro... He could have said fucking good night, Rob. I've never seen it was rock star, bro. That was it was rock star, man. Like 24,000 people jumped out of their seats screaming, rushing the stage, and it was just one guy, one mic and a stool. And that was mm. the that's when I said to myself, this is what I'm going to be right here. I'm going to be this right here. And and that, that was it. I I had the I had the horse flaps on. And I never did mm-hmm. anything but stand up. The minute I got out of high school, I was doing stand up, and and that that was my goal. And my goal is to play that arena. I was supposed to play it this year, the Seattle Coliseum Arena, but it was under construction, so I had to move my show to Kent, and I played it in a, co- a hockey arena. I did two shows at a hockey arena there, but I already told them I go, I'm coming back because I'm walking on that stage that Eddie walked out on. I'm playing the Coliseum. It's under oh. construction, so I'll be there. It's crazy to even say I'm playing arenas. It's crazy to even say that, man. I was going to say, it is. I mean, I think, did you play the Forum? I did two of them. Back I mean, you back. played the Forum. Talk I about did, the Lakers. They sold out in like less than like an hour, both of them. It was it's crazy, unreal. man. It was nuts. It was crazy. It is. It, it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, you're, you're so crushing it out there. You know, Thank you. Eddie, Eddie was, I knew him in that era. I yeah. knew him in the era, the, the 48 hours era. And you know, there's great, the great pictures floating around online of young Eddie and me just getting into just, you yeah, yeah, don't yeah. even want to 
know hey, how much hey, trouble. Rob, the, hey, in Rob. In Vegas. And, hey, and, Rob. Rob. Hmm, yeah. We we still know. We know. We know. <laughs> we know. We have long memories. We still know. We know. No. About your we misspent know. youth. Ladies and gentlemen, Rob Lowe. Rob? Thank you very much. Rob? Thank you. <laughs> By the way, in my um, one-man show, I do a clip reel and come out like a reveal just just like it doesn't have the same effect people oh, go really? oh is that they go instead of jumping to their feet at the end of my crip reel when the light reveals me magically on the stage they go <laughs> oh i thought we were seeing john stamos <laughs> that's good that's what happens that's good I with my it. version of it but <laughs> but i i did know enough to 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 put that in there um i'm i someone told me you're a bit and this almost sounds like too provocative, but it, it, you're a big like cannabis CBD guy. Is that how? How is that like in, in my briefing sheet about you? That, I'm very curious okay. to know how that I did it, How that I makes it, it? I, you know what? I do it. <laughs> I do it for joints, and what I mean by joints, I mean joints. I, I of ate, those ate, joints, yes, I, it's for the joints, and it's you know, it's more of the 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 oils and the and the and the and the the lotions you know that stuff is really cool i love it i really do walk me through this cuz my <laughs> i i'm like active as crap and i'm starting to feel some of that stuff do i need to like turn into bob marley and the whalers here or yes. like what's, what's going on it's just I, mean, it's, you know, I will never do an edible again that's that i've retired from i like the again part what, yeah, what tell me about before the again Okay, so I'm good friends with the P- the Black Eyed Peas. Okay, so I'm well, with- that's a problem, right there. Uh, yeah, you it's know, you're- already a problem. And there's a guy that's already- in that. That's another Filipino that the world doesn't know about. But Apple to App is one of the guys, one of the members of the Black Eyed Peas. I love him to death. Taboo and I uh, were hanging out, uh, and we go because Apple has to spin at the Hard Rock already. That's a bad idea. He's like, "Hey, I'm mm. gonna spin at the Hard Rock at this club. You guys want to go?" I'm like, "Yeah, uh, let's go." Let's go up to my room, you know, hang out for a second. Okay, let's go. Uh, We go to the room. He whips out cookies, okay? One cookie. Eat the cookie. Whole cookie? Whole cookie. Hasn't hit me yet. And then uh, his assistant's like, I can't finish this one, Joe. Do you want it? And she only took a little bite. I'm like, yeah. Threw it in my mouth because I'm trying to be funny. I'm trying to be Uh funny. So I pop it in my mouth. I eat it. Now the room's spinning. And, uh, and Apple's like, hey, we got to go because he's got this after party that he's going to spin out. And I'm like, hey, I can't. I, I can't. You're like, eat. I'm spinning already. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am spinning. You're spinning me. So I'm like, Apple, I can't. I can't leave. And I'm holding on. Like, I remember I was holding on to, like, the wall. I'm like, I, I can't leave. I, I got to stay, man. Please, just let me stay. And I had my roommate at the time that was living with me. And his name was Walter. I go, Walter, you got to stay with me, man. I can't go. He's like, yeah, I'll stay. So I'm staying in the room. I'm literally on the floor, Rob, holding on to this coffee table. And it's just uh, spinning. And it's spinning and it's spinning. I was like, dude, uh, it's not stopping, man. This goes on until I fall asleep. I wake up at about 4.30 in the morning. This is when you know. Uh, so, yeah, this is when you know someone's a rock star. And Apple comes back. It's like 4.30 in the morning. And I, I barely open my eyes. The room's still spinning. And I can't, I can't move. I'm holding on to the table. And I hear Apple go to the bathroom. Right? He goes to the bathroom and he's just throwing up. And I'm like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. That goes on for like 20 minutes, Rob. And then all of a sudden it's quiet. And I'm still on the ground and I'm just sleeping, right? And then all of a sudden I wake up at six o'clock in the morning, right? 
I know this timeline very well. And I just hear like, just eating something. Just eat it. And it smells delicious. It smells like bacon. And I open up my eyes. I'm still by the coffee table. And I look up. It's apple to app in a short sleeve button up shirt that's see-through. So it's kind of like lace, like a prince, like a prince mm-hmm. style button up lace. I can see his nipples through it. It's open. Mm. He's got his hat. He's got these big giant glasses on. And then Versace swim trunks. Yes. The nice tight ones. The, the ones that come up above, you know, the highest part of your thigh. Yes. You know what I mean? The part where it starts to turn into an angle. Right there. Yeah, That's the where the shorts. The, 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 the high yes, 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 yes. With a belt. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's spandex. Yep. I don't know why spandex needs a belt. But this one had a gold one with a nice little... Sun God, you know, the, the gold buckle right in the middle, purple. I think it was purple or pink. And he's just eating his bacon like that. And I'm like, Apple? Apple? And he goes, hey, the pool opens in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the pool opens, opens in 30 minutes. And he's just killing this bacon. I'm like, I can't go to the pool, bro. He's like, all right, man, Bye. Eats the bacon and goes to the pool, and the party starts all over again. I mean, I don't even think he slept. I just remember him throwing up, and then he's eating, and now he's at the pool, and it's just the whole day again. I was like, man, this guy's a rock star. I can't do that. I don't know how people do it. I, it's I don't. I I, I was on Willie Nelson's tour bus. Oh, I, at I Farm Aid, <laughs> and and it was the same thing. They passed me a joint. I've never been a. I was never a, a joint guy. Yeah. Uh, I. I had other things I was into, but I I, I got uber oh, we, paranoid. Hey, hey, Rob, we know. We know. We know, yes. Rob. Yes. We I had know, other man. things more important to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we the, know, Rob. I, the, the pot made me paranoid and crazy yeah. and hallucinate. It was insane. And I didn't want to be rude. Yeah. And it was like Dennis Hopper and Willie Nelson. And I don't know what was going on. And <laughs> they, they kind of passed it to me. I did like a fake, like fake toke. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like it's like a ba- like nothing. Yeah. It just and stayed I inside could, your mouth. It just stayed in your mouth. It never went down yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, it definitely didn't go in my lungs, but yeah. I could not leave the tour bus for four or five hours. Wow. That's a, I I don't know how they do it, man. Impossible. I can't hang. I can't. My bus driver had stories about Willie. They, they, no, no man smokes weed like that man. No. Smoke anybody out. Nope. That's so funny. And we'll be right back after this. Looking for a sparkling clean bathroom without so much hassle? Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner is here to revolutionize your cleaning future. Just spray today, rinse tomorrow, and voila! Enjoy a sparkling clean shower and tub without any scrubbing. It's the secret to a hassle-free clean bathroom that many are discovering. With over 33,000 five-star reviews, Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner has proven its effectiveness on shower glass, fixtures, tiles, and more, ensuring everything shines with minimal effort. This product has gained a loyal following thanks to its once-a-week application that makes it a standout in the cleaning aisle. Join the ranks of satisfied users who enjoy more me time and less clean time with Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner, available at Amazon, Lowe's, Menards, Home Depot, and Ace Hardware. It's the perfect choice for anyone wanting to simplify their cleaning routine. Don't miss out on a chance to transform your bathroom cleaning 
with just one application a week. Pick up a bottle of Wet and Forget Weekly Shower Cleaner today and join the thousands who've already made the switch to Effortless Clean. The weather is getting warmer. It's time to ditch the jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. But there's no need to waste money on clothes that only last one season with Quince. Now you can get high quality pieces that never go out of style. You'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts for $30, performance polos, and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering with the top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings directly onto you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. My producer recently made an order for Quince, and here's what he had to say. I'm really excited to revamp my closet with Quince. I cannot wait for my items to arrive from Quince. You know, I'm a sweater guy. I was looking at that burgundy cashmere crew neck. I love the blue chore jacket. Maybe I'll throw some joggers in there. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to Quince.com slash Rob for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Rob to get free shipping and 360 day returns. Quince.com slash Rob. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. So you won early in your career stand-up of the year at the Just for Laughs. That was crazy. That so was Just amazing. for Laughs, for those of those of you who don't know, is a very famous Montreal, Canada, I yeah, believe. Montreal. Right? It's basically every stand-up comic's dream to go to, to Just for Laughs. It's it's the World Series of Comedy. So every comic in the world, and when I say world, I mean the world, is there for two weeks. Uh, celebrating comedy. It's the biggest festival in, in the world. And uh, and just every theater is packed with comedians. And everyone from, you know, from Chappelle to Seinfeld to, you know, to from me to to anyone, you know. Uh, it was, well, anyone, literally anyone, because they yeah. asked me to go one year. That's yeah. how you know it's, <laughs> they'll even accept the dregs of, of comedy. And um, I will never forget performing a spoken word version of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> At the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, that was my big move. That's it's a it's beautiful though. You know it is. It, it's great, Rob. It just the the energy in that town. It just goes on for two weeks, and and I, I got stand up comedian of the year. It's a uh, man. That was the best. That was the best moment of my life, man. That was that was it for me. That will do it. Um, yeah. I also love that you, you. Do you have a ritual? Because when I go on stage, um, I have. A, I think. I think a lot of people have rituals before they go on stage or whether they're athletes or musicians or rock stars. Like I, I clear everybody out. I do a quick little prayer. I have to eat a certain amount of food, not too much, not too little. I have to have my espressos 
Yeah. Like doled out and lined up and one yeah. on the stage. And I have a whole thing. Do you, what, what's your, your ritual before you go on stage? We we're almost the same. I I'm addicted to Starbucks. Uh, not horrible plug. Sorry. But the little yep. mini espresso cans, I have to have at least six of those in the fridge. Oh, you're a can guy. Well, the only reason why is because I like it ice. And every time I go to a city, they always get me the wrong iced Americano. So I don't like the flavor. Of oh, okay. Listen, I'm going to change your life. Okay. 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 Yeah. This yeah. is what I do. And people think I'm crazy, but you, you, what you do is you get what you want. Yes. You order. So it's a, what? A double espresso or America. Yes. And then you separately order. And I'd like a thing of ice. Ice. I know. I know. And then you mix it up. And I do this whole mixing thing. And you're people right. Think I'm crazy. Yeah. And I ask for ice now. Okay. But, but for all my tour, I, you know, you forget to ask. It should be written yes. down, but but I always forget to ask, and it all it's always watered down. I don't you have away. a writer like if you're a famous, rich, successful comedian? Don't yeah. you have a writer like only it's blue M and M's? And no, like, I have the best writer, man. It, it's literally just those espresso cans, and I have to have a uh, uh, oh my god, uh, essential water, the bottled water, essential, the brand, essential. Do not give me anything else. Uh, that's what I walk out on stage with. It's the only one I want to be on stage with. And I always get mad when they give me something else. Uh, but I don't get mad. I don't like throw it around and talk. But I just like, come on, you guys. This is such an easy thing to get. I'm not asking for seven bottles of Jameson and no. yellow, yellow Hennessy. Just, just get me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. Uh, but I, yes. I, I know a comic that does that, by the way. Uh, but I'm not going to say his name. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's easy. So I get, I get a little mad. Oh, by the way, I asked for distilled water also. And and it's like medical reasons. I have sleep apnea. And the last thing I want to do is be in Minnesota at three o'clock in the morning, trying to find a Walmart because I need distilled water to put in my CPAP machine. I can't sleep. So that's all I asked for. It's medical. It's not like I'm being a prima donna. I just don't want to die. That's all. No, we don't want that. I don't want to die. Do you have, do you get like, I get, my only problem is in, in the, I get like nerve pee. Yeah. Like oh, I've got to. Dude, that's me. I got to like pee a thousand times. I before pee I go a thousand times. Cincinnati, Ohio. I will always tell this story. I was in Cincinnati, Ohio. I was drinking in the green room, which I don't do anymore, but I was drinking in the green room. I had about six of them back there. And uh, and then next thing you know, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Coy. And I'm like, huh. And I ran on stage with six oh. beers in my bladder. Oh. And and the first joke that comes out of my mouth, my, my penis was like, Time to pee, buddy. No. It's time to pee. And uh, and I had to be up there for an hour and a half. And, and it got to the point, uh, a little dribble came out. And uh, and literally at the end of my show, I go, you guys, I I have to leave. I'm done. I, I have to pee. And, and literally I said goodnight, ran to the uh, green room, peed. And that was the last time that ever happened because now every show I force myself to pee. I don't drink before I get on stage. I only drink when I'm on stage. No, I don't. Uh, what I mean by drink water, I don't drink anything until I have to be on stage, and uh, I'll pee. I'll squeeze it out. I, I'll wring it out. I'll yeah. wring it out like a chamois. I swear to God, mm-hmm. I'll wring every drip out. I will not walk out there. That's you got to chamois that damn thing chamois. before you go on stage. You got to chamois the damn yeah, thing the sh- down. <laughs> there's, there's no. I got to chamois it, man. Sorry, I'll be out in one minute. I'm chamois. Hey, Rob, if anyone chamois it, it's you, Rob. And we know. And I got a lot to shammy, baby. Yeah. Boy! <laughs> um, 
Tell me about, why did you name your, do you have a Tesla that you named? I've got okay. more interesting shit on you, bro. It's insane. I love I've got more you. cool details on you. It's it's really great. I bought my Tesla X. First of all, I bought the Tesla before that. So I, I was- Hey, can I just stop us right there? Yes. You and I both need to get paid from Starbucks. Yes. The water company you mentioned. 100% Asesha. And now Elon Musk can cut us some of his cake. Yeah. I've been preaching for this Tesla. long story we're about to go into. I've been preaching Tesla forever. Okay. Yeah. And I, I've had all of them. And I had the Tesla X. I was the first one here in, in LA. I will say that on record. I, you don't have to verify it, but I will say it. I, I want to know how it. you know or think you were the first one in LA to have a Tesla. Every uh, agent in the world has a Tesla. Uh, I, just, I, was, I was the first one. I, okay. I had the Tesla X. I ordered it way before anyone else, but they said that that was coming out. Every TV down. development person in the world hey, was bro, Tesla. It's my story, bro. Okay. The salesman, the salesman said I was the first. I believe him. So, uh, to give you and, a discount? No, no, he charged me for the price, man. I, I, I bought everything too. I remember right. I bought the uh, the Ludacris Speed before it was even available. I, that's I, I'm just that guy. Anyways, sure. long story short, I gave the Tesla X to my ex-wife. So the X went to the X. So mm-hmm. she's the happiest woman alive right now. And she's driving around right now with it. So just wanted to tell you that I gave my ex to my ex. I love that. Yeah. I mean, my son was my son. My son's the one that uh, he's the one that came up. That he's like, dad, you should give you should give mommy the, the Tesla X. And I was like, all right, that's what we're doing for her birthday. So I gave it to her. Well, what are you driving now? What's your whip these days? I got the Porsche. I got the Panamera. And uh, I love it. Ooh. Yeah, I love it. Fully loaded. Yes. yes. I love it. I got me one of those babies sitting in my garage. What do you, what it's, do you have? It's, um, I have the- You uh, have everything. Uh, it, I have the turbo, the turbo Carrera, the, the big beast. Nice. You know, it's fast as heck. Um, I love it. Yeah, well, let's race one day. Can we well, street race? I'm, I'm down, man. That's what I we would do. love to street race with you. Let's go. I don't even Ugh. care about anything. I me neither. Lord, I don't care. I don't care about anything. What about a ticket? I don't care. It's if everybody's listened to this podcast so far, they know I care about nothing. So nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing at all. Just street racing. We get somebody cool to like drop the shirt or whatever the hell they do. Something. Yeah. Something. Yes. Well, Natalie Wood that that movie where she did that. Do they still do that today when they street race? Is somebody out there dropping the? It's not a street race unless someone drops something. Love that. That's just how it is. Yeah. Can we get that as a Netflix special, you and me, street racing? I think there's something there. You and I, Rob, walk into a room and we Mm -hmm. pitch this whole thing about street racing. Yes. All right? We're going to be fast. Yeah, and we're furious furious at each other. And we're going to be furious at each other. We're going to be mad at each other. Fast and mad. I love it. I love it. Just livid with each other. Just furious. Furious. If we don't walk in to Netflix with something, Rob... Then this relationship sucks. This whole this, this conver- whole time has been for nothing. This conversation alone has already developed four potential, at least three seasons on Netflix. At least. I agree. And then I'm, we go to the Philippines and we do like a whole street race thing there. I'm done. Jeepney. Jeepney street races. Oh my God, those crazy Jeeps they have. Yes. I'm going to buy you one. They're, uh, they're spectacular. I will buy you one. It's going to be that gift that you don't want, but you're going to want it. And then you're going to be like, I don't know what to do with it. I already want it. What do you mean? <laughs> I saw it on the special. I was like, that's insane. It's so good. 
What are they called again? Jeepney. Jeepney. For, they're American Jeeps that were just sort of left and they've been re- repurposed as big taxis. The mili- right? The mi- yeah, the military left them there. So why do they all cool. why do they all look like the Partridge family? But- That's you know, it's 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 so cool. You gotta remember, man, the resources aren't there, you know, especially during that time. So, what do you mean? There's more paint on it than any human being should have. That's so funny. And and that's what they did. They, they, they made something that was extremely ugly, which was camo green with a white yeah. star on it and made it very beautiful and then extended it out and made it a form of transportation and a business. So that's, you know, when you when you don't have much, uh, you, you make the best of what you got. And that's what the Philippines is all about, because that's an iconic it's just, it's the most iconic thing. When you see a jeepney in the Philippines, you're, it's, it's, it's mouth dropping. It is pretty amazing to see what they've done with those jeeps. And they still run to this day. Oh, I, yeah. The, I love that sequence in your special where you're, you're cruising around it. Let me ask you this. Did you, um, did you ever hear any Apocalypse Now stories growing up in the Philippines? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I was so didn't. young. I was so young at that time. Yeah. That was just crazy that it was shot there, man. It was, it was you know, it, it felt good. Like I said, man, it, it, it just felt good to be recognized or, or have some type of identity. So whatever it was, you know, to be able to walk around and go, Apocalypse Now was shot in the Philippines. You know that, right? It was like, it was always some form of conversation piece, you know? Or our, our first lady has 750,000 pairs of shoes. She is the original sneakerhead. Everything these kids are doing, Imelda Marcos did it first. Like, yeah, it's true. We're the original shoe heads. By the way, I, I remember as a kid going, wow, that is unconscionable. Yeah. That is amazing. And then I married my wife. <laughs> so true, it, right? It doesn't seem so, I'm like, I'm, I don't see so true. it being that abnormal. Mm-hmm. A lot of shoes. Yeah, that's, that's the norm. That's what you happens. Know? That's what happens when you marry Rob Lowe. The access to shoes. The well, let's face it. Shoes, I, honey. Let's face it. I have a proclivity for high heels women in high heels i think you know i think that's established hey rob we know we know we know man we just do we just do this has been great you've been a genius i'm so glad we got to meet because on the you know it's funny on this podcast i've been i've I've done a lot of people who have really really old friends with and we just you know talk but it's always so fun to meet somebody new and just become a new fan and thank you um I, I was really psyched to to just do a deep dive on you and get to know you a little bit more and just blown away at at your success on the road. If we ever if the road ever opens up, man, I want to come and you you can wear your black. What did, what did Eddie wear? Black leather. <laughs> black I expect leather. you to wear. Oh, that was the other thing, by the way, just in closing. I thought yeah. what you wore was dope. Oh, thank your you. Yeah, really? I thought it was awesome. Yeah, Which one? The, the, really the, the In His Elements or, or my other ones? In, 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 uh, the one in, in His Elements was like like these kind of like short, short, pants with like those little are, ankle showing I yeah, like a little the, ankle on a man that's those are prada by the way those were of uh, course yes prada, yes prada capris everyone always asks me what i'm rocking uh so prada capri and the shoes were louis vuitton and, yes uh, yeah and the top was louis vuitton as well oh come on yeah yeah it's man. too good yeah i kill it tell your wife that she knows she she knew when she saw my saw my shoes she was like i recognize those that's mm-hmm. in the back of that's in the back of the closet yeah, those are that's some it's some good stuff. I took some I definitely took some fashion notes. Oh, thanks, man. So um, I'm I'm expecting big big fashion leather Eddie Murphy driving glove. Can you bring the driving glove back in your act? I will do that. I just I want to see the footage of Eddie Murphy 
taking off his leather outfit at the end of a two-hour set. Just how hard leather has to be to come off of a sweaty body. Ugh, just absorbing. Like just a chamois. It's a chamois. Mm-hmm. It's a chamois. He's ringing the chamois. I think someone else is ringing that chamois. <laughs> if I know anything about anything. Yeah, man. Um, so good. Thank you, man. This is great. I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you out on the road, man. I really can't. You're Thank a funny, you, funny dude. You're the best, man. Thank you, Rob, for everything you do, bro. I appreciate yes, you. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Love you, man. You are great. That was fun. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, now I got to go figure out what car I'm going to street race Joe in and what I'm going to be furious about. Well, actually, <laughs> ask my wife. That's a long list. I can be furious at any time about anything. Um, right? I think it's good. I think I think Netflix will buy this. We're fast. We're furious. What could be better? That might be the full extended title. Um, Thank you for listening to the old cast this week, and I'll see you next Thursday. Bye. You have been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe. Produced and engineered by me, Devin Torrey Bryant. Executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile. Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco and Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Stitcher. The supervising producer is Aaron Blaird. Talent producer, Jennifer Sampas. Please rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Stitcher. Stitcher.